हेलो एवरी वन वेलकम बैक टू आर चैनल नेवर थॉट अबाउट इट एंड आई एम वेरी श्योर दैट यू माइट बी वॉन्डरिंग वॉट हैपेंड लाइक इट हैज बीन मोर देन अ मंथ सिंस आर लास्ट एपिसोड रिलीज एंड वी हैवेंट कम अप विद न्यू एपिसोड बट एक्चुअली लेट मी टेल यू दिस समथिंग रियली फनी हैपेंड राइट तो वॉट हैपेंड इज वी दैट इज आई एंड रोन बोथ ऑफ अस हैड आर पोस्ट ग्रैड एग्जाम्स सो बिकॉज ऑफ दैट वी आर नॉट एबल टू रिकॉर्ड अ न्यू एपिसोड and then rohan had his fellowship training which is very rigorous so he, he had to work for like 12 to 14 hours every day so at that time we were not able to record any episode you might be wondering what's so funny about this right but let me tell you the funny part so actually i developed a cold after my exam so i blew my nose so hard that i ruptured my eardrum right so because of that i was practically deaf from my left ear and i was not able to record or edit my previously recorded episode so basically that's that but now i'm fine and everything's all right and we have done the editing part and we bring you the new episode so enjoy hey there guys hi this is amish parmar over here and this is rohan this side and let's get this episode started another interesting question is that i am sure rohan that you and i are fluent not very much fluent but like decently fluent in speaking writing and reading more than one language right i am not at all fluent in writing or reading hindi and marathi but okay, i can let's, let's but conversing uh, yeah, conversing yeah, let's focus yes. on conversing yes so you have three languages that you are able to converse and i have four gujarati right. being my mother tongue right. so do you think that if you are talking to a person in a different language your personality or the way you think or the way you behave changes because solely because of that language and nothing else yes i do i mean for example uh, garud always says that his thinking language is english there is enough evidence that culture is embedded within languages and that is why when you talk in one particular language you are also converging the culture within that language uh, let me give you an example for example uh, one of my 12th standard hindi teachers in ruya college one of the lectures that i had to sit for it was some vibe or something and he gave a small talk he was talking about the same thing about languages and culture the example he pointed out was there is no one word replacement for the word punya in hindi in english and the reason he says is there is no concept of punya there is concept of sin in english but there is no concept of punya in english so again you can use two three words to describe the word punya in english but that was a starting point which at least tries to make a case for this argument that cultures are embedded within languages Also, one more example would be in one of the Radio Lab episodes. I think I came across a person who was doing a research on a small tribal in some small yes, village. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, and it's about suicides, right? Exactly. So he's living with those tribals and he's learned their language. And one fine day, he asks, "Has there been any case of suicides within your community?" And these people ask, "What do they mean by suicide?" and he then in literal terms explains has anyone killed themselves in the recent past in your community and these people start laughing because they have no concept of suicide right 
and the concept of killing yourself is laughable to them and mind you these people are tribal so they have lot many hardships in their lives like there's no electricity there's no transportation people die of very simple illnesses etc so there are many hardships but because there's no culture of killing themselves that has not come in their language and that is why i think speaking in that language you never understand the concept of suicide and uh, that is how you can make an argument by saying that what language you speak in does shape the way you think about it also one more example which pops up in my mind is the movie i have forgotten its name you might know the name it has an alien coming in with five legs that black colored alien yes yes do you remember its name i guess its name was uh, arrival arrival exactly it's a boring film man listeners don't watch it no no i love that film guys i love that <laughs> okay so even in that movie they hint at a similar thing that language has a profound way in the way you think and they run with that idea and they claim in it's a science fiction movie of course so in within that universe they claim that because this alien has taught them a new language if you learn that language and converse in that language you can travel in between time so yeah i think there's evidence that the language you speak can affect the way you think so basically when you started talking about this topic you took it from language being a part of the culture so basically the example you gave of punya and then the other example you gave of suicide so basically these are just these words don't have one word replacements in different languages but you can obviously use multiple words and explain the concept of it in any language you want to if you have a good knowledge of that particular language right but what i wanted to ask you is that i want you to think of a situation or a scenario or some incident that might have happened in which if you were conversing in one language you had a different reaction to it altogether and if it would have been a different language you might have behaved differently okay so because i am in a national institute where people from across the country come in it was an interesting experience to listen to people talk in different languages so i think it is it is accepted that people from haryana have an aggressive dialect like their toning will be aggressive people from bengal they will have very sweet tones right mm-hmm. in fact there have been instances where i have and many people have misunderstood the people from haryana rajasthan delhi because of their tone and after many sessions of clearing any misconceptions or miscommunications mm-hmm. things have settled now so i think yeah like a prime example would be people find people from delhi to be aggressive and language is a big part of it it might so happen that we personally haven't experienced something like this in our own life due to being able to talk in different languages our personality has a very visible change in it in fact uh, people from the west they really admire people who can speak two languages and three languages they think that it has a profound effect on our cognitive abilities see i think everyone who lives in mumbai comes to know about marathi like a bit of it even people who travel from across the country and come to mumbai in a year or two they are able to at least converse in basic marathi 
Hindi everyone knows in our country. English is everyone who is educated knows English. So like three languages is obvious that everyone knows. And if your mother tongue is something else apart from these three, that is one added bonus to you. So four languages is like okay. That's what I'm saying. It's not a great thing in India, but in West, if you tell them that you know two languages, three languages, four languages, they'll just will just pop their eyes out. But to be honest with you, I have come across many foreigners. who are multilingual because over there the curriculum is so designed that obviously the entire curriculum is in english but they are like forced to take some language as well so they can go for spanish italian french german japanese so basically over there also they are like they know more than one language if they have studied their course curriculum of a different language properly I don't think so. I think that might be compulsory in a few schools now, but I don't think a lot of Western population, say for example, American population, knows more than say two languages. Whereas in India, knowing three languages is very, very, very common. So I wanted to ask you, in which language do you think? I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> This is weird. You said that Garud thinks in English. Kind of. I think you and I, both of us, think in English itself because. I don't think so our brains work like this that we are thinking something in our mother tongue and then we are converting it in English at least not in our day to day conversation or not right now right like we are talking we are just speaking whatever is coming to our mind rather than thinking of it in our mother tongue and then converting into English and then speaking see what I am guessing is because I don't really know for sure I have to observe it for a few days and then tell you the right answer but what I'm guessing is happening is it depends on what i am thinking say for example i am thinking about you i think i'll think in hindi so if i'm thinking about someone i know who knows say for example marathi which is my mother tongue i'll have conversation about that person in my mind in marathi and whatever is academic i think i'll have the conversation in my mind in english but i'm not sure i'll have to like observe this over a large period to be really sure that this this completely seems feasible because Obviously, when I'm talking to my parents, I wouldn't be thinking in English and then converting it into Gujarati. But we are not talking about the right. We are so not talking about it, the case where we are speaking in the first place. Now we are thinking about, say, for example, we are just going to sleep and we are talking to ourselves. That time, which language are we using? Okay, yeah. Even I need to make conscious okay, efforts let, to notice that. But I think then it would be the mother tongue itself. I I also I, I feel, feel it's more of mother. But if you are say for example you are thinking about a physics problem, I don't think you'll think in your mother tongue. And I'm not talking about words. Say you'll say circuit as circuit, but even the literal yes, uh, framing yes, of sentences. Yes, I think even those about. will be in English. Yes. In case of say for example a physics problem. Anything that has to do with education, I think it will be in English. And I guess uh, since Garud is uh, living. Uh-huh. Away from home, most of the time he is spending with his friends and his colleagues and his classmates, uh, with whom he is talking in English. So that's why I guess his brain has developed to think hmm. in English itself, because that's the language he uses the most. No, I think most. it's more about where you are getting the information from. I think the most of the information we get, or rather I get, let me not talk about you, is in English, right? News I mostly consume in English. books i mostly consume in english mm-hmm. textbooks i mostly consume in english lectures i consume in english so i think that is where this thinking language is developing from if i might have read books in marathi and consumed news in marathi i think uh, marathi would be the major language which i think in cool so my question to you is is it 
necessary for your friends to be good people and what do you mean by good people whatever you consider to to be good, good yeah like some there are some obvious things right people who respect women they are in general good people people who try not to hurt others they are good people the obvious ones let's not go into the gray area <laughs> this is a very difficult question actually like it might sound very easy to answer but when you just look back and you know segregate your friends and their bad habits like everyone has a bad habit right mm-hmm. so when you try to segregate that is it good is it bad is it bad enough to not call this person your friend it's a very difficult question actually and i think the word bad habit is inappropriate because i don't think a person is a bad person because the person has a smoking habit yeah i used to like now that is the case that now i don't consider a person to be bad if that person smokes because after going to pune university i have made very good friends who are very intellectual and very intelligent and very good people in general but they smoke and but before that i, I had a very strong hatred towards people who smoke but anyway now that has reduced so i'm cool with it now but i don't want people to smoke in front of me still for example there is this one person who is to whom you are really close to but whenever you all are going on a walk whenever you all are traveling together you have seen him staring at a woman or if teasing calling names now oh, that is definitely okay. a bad trait right yes but he might have helped you in so many cases you guys are close you might even be living in the same room so mm-hmm. does that affect you to what degree does that affect you if teasing or staring at a woman right see checking out a woman is fine so that's what i'm saying na like do that. let's not everyone does see, that no let's not go into the gray, ah, let's not go gray, into the gray yeah, area. yeah so things that are obviously bad where there's no debate whether this is okay or this bad okay okay if i find him or if i catch him doing this it is definitely going to affect our relationship and uh, to what extent is the real question to be very honest with you i think it will bug me for a while but after a time i think i'll forget it because i have seen that person doing this for a very short period of time compared to the amount of time i have spent with him as a friend as a very good friend obviously it will bug me for a while but then i'll be i'll kind of forget it i won't be okay with it of course but i'll forget it and it will go out of my head but the next time it happens it will be all the more uh, severe and i'll i'll obviously have a word with him that okay what you're doing is definitely not right and you should not do it whatever may be your reasons of course but you shouldn't do it and eve teasing is definitely a no no because eve teasing does not stand a chance like if that happens in front of me i wouldn't hesi- wouldn't hesitate to abuse that person my my good friend in front of people i do that anyway or if things go out of hand i even might hit him <laughs> because yeah because eve teasing is obviously not right so nowadays even i am grappling with this idea whether so these are two things one is what you are actually doing right now and the second thing is what you would ideally like to be doing so what i have observed is that in real life i am generally okay and what you said that you will it will bug you for a while but then you will forget it which loosely translates into you will just try to ignore that incident or the fact that this person does such a thing and that's what even i've been doing 
So these days I'm questioning whether this is something which I should continue doing. And I remember I had problems with you also. If you remember, we had a long conversation about something related to women in the physics lab in Somaya College. Right. I'm not able to recollect that. It was making sexual comments about women we know personally. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember talking about this. Right. But I'm not exactly... So what has what had happened was whatever you were doing uh-huh. that was totally inappropriate in my sense. But I was choosing to ignore it for a long time and that was I think around second year or third year. So I've I had been ignoring it for a year or a year and a half. And then finally on that day, because uh, the conditions were right, I decided to have a conversation <laughs> about it and there were people around us okay. and we were having uh-huh. an interesting discussion. Fun fact, guys, those conversations are one of the reasons why I thought it would be a good idea to start a podcast because I remember it was such an interesting uh-huh. discussion. The fact that I was giving you examples and counter examples and you were trying to grapple with those examples and there were other classmates who had sat around us and we had a mini sabha yes, where yes, we were yes. just two people were talking and everyone else <laughs> everyone was, was listening. listening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so ideally what you would like to do in real life is uh-huh. that if there is something inappropriate being done with a so-called friend, you should just end that relationship. Ideally, I would like to have that. But looking into the past, if I had done the same thing during that time, uh-huh. you and I wouldn't, wouldn't be friends. And of that would be such a sad state of affairs. Right. Yeah, actually. Yes, yes. I totally agree, man. But let me get a few things straight. Firstly, I might be a bit poor with my vocabulary. What exactly does you teasing me? The way I interpret it is teasing someone. That teasing is so obvious that that person whom you are teasing, that person gets affected with it. For example, if there's someone, if there's a person whom you are teasing and this is just amongst your friend. And the person whom you are teasing, he doesn't have any idea. He or she doesn't have any idea that you guys are talking about him or her. So I personally wouldn't consider that a case of EU teasing. If that person, the concerned person is getting bothered with it, that is what I consider as EU teasing. And one more thing I wanted to ask you, not uh, question you, but ask you that you said I was making some comments on girls we know. Right. Right. So there's a difference between girls you know and girls being your friend so if they're just a girl who is an acquaintance of yours and you just know her uh-huh. i like that is a different case altogether and if that person is your friend that's a different case altogether uh, i don't think so first of all about eve teasing okay. the definition of eve teasing is the making of unwanted sexual remarks or advances by a man to a woman in a public place so, Eve teasing is just for women and a man cannot be Eve teased, right? Is that what you're trying to say? By definition, yes. But in real life, the other thing could also be possible. Okay. And now coming to your point, I think whether we uh-huh. know the person or not, I, I think that even on that day, I was making the same point. It doesn't matter okay. if uh-huh. you talking about some woman is, is a woman that okay. I know or don't know. Because some, so this was my major argument that 
that woman uh-huh. is a close acquaintance a friend a mother a sister or whatever to some other man okay of course and would you like if some other man whom you don't know is making a similar remark about your sister mother close acquaintance friend etc and your answer was no and that is why you largely agreed with me uh, on that day yes so i don't think yes, yes. there's any difference whether i know that women or girl or person or not irrespective of that i think you have to be very careful about making comments or talking about a woman in general yeah there is no counter example or counter questioning to that that is something that has to be followed yeah mm-hmm. what is your take on this like you so you said you ideally would want to completely stop that friendship yes so that's what i'm saying and i i don't have a clear answer so ideally in ha uh-huh. ha ideal case yeah ideally i would want that but looking back i would lose a great friend like you if i did follow Thanks, that man <laughs> and also there's the other thing that i think it's possible in the initial stages because i don't think people choose friends people just become friends so in uh-huh. initial yes. stages if you find out that your views don't match and this person is a very ugly person from the inside i think you have that chance to get away from it but once you create a bond and once you are truly uh-huh. friends i think it's the other way around now it is your responsibility to make sure yes, yes, that exactly. you keep your point and at least have a conversation about it but why are we getting focused on women there are other bad things as well for example let's let's not consider smoking and drinking occasionally and not a, a bad thing but there are bad things like uh, stealing you know there are different kind of bad things being corrupt being corrupt don't get me wrong but i think every single one of us is corrupt in some way or the other that is the humanity that we have in us humanity that, okay we are that is what humanity has become that's what i wanted to say i don't think like so like everyone every single one of us is a corrupt person why would you say be that be it a 2 year old kid or be it a 90 year old man why would you say that corrupt corrupt isn't just corrupt is a harsh word corrupt is a harsh word but that is the reality no but on what are you basing this point of yours because in many of the scandinavian countries countries like denmark sweden and all these people are very happy and i don't think any one of them is corrupt yeah but i'm 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 searching for an example to suit my remarks actually you need to agree with me that every single human being on this planet had to lie once in his lifetime so lying is not equal to being corrupt see the what's the difference then ah so dif- okay being cor- what what okay define corrupt forget about lying define corrupt according to me corrupt is doing something which is for your own personal greed and i say greed and not need you know which can be not so beneficial for others perhaps see corrupt is being fraudulent see for example you suggest that let's go out for a movie and i don't really want to go out for a movie and i decide to lie to you i don't think that is being corrupt but say for example i am selling my bike to you and i lie i lie about an accident that was met on that vehicle now this is being fraudulent and this is what i will consider as corrupt mm-hmm. so in the first case i i don't think i was being corrupt and in any case this conversation started because you said that why are you only fo- focusing on women so it was just an example <laughs> yeah. 
like because we have been talking about women so much these days and i did that just popped up in my mind so this the same principle could be applied to anything as i said for being corrupt for being fraudulent so it it depends on the degree of badness that person is having obviously if a friend commits murder let's hope that never happens to anyone but if that happens now friendship has to be questioned like would you still be friends with that person so yeah that's what i'm saying this moral fabric there's nothing absolute see some person might be good in someone's eyes some person might be bad in someone else's eyes it depends on so many things na it depends on your upbringing it depends on your own personal experiences etc etc so if a given thing is corrupt or is bad enough to be called corrupt i think that is not such a hard boundary so yes even say for example murder so if you remember the movie drishyam yes 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 would you call that murder that was not a murder that was an accident there's a difference that was an accident and he had to stage that not stage that but he had to protect his family but actually technically that was not a murder no, that was a murder that was right? an accident that was a murder in pursuit of saving yourself so that self defense because of self defense no, no. and anyway it was not a murder she was trying to save herself but her intentions were not that of killing that person that person had accidentally died so i wouldn't consider that as a murder so say for example a person did kill someone else because the person felt threatened would you consider that as a murder that is definitely a murder by definition but is it bad is it corrupt it's dicey the answer is it's, dicey. it's, it's, it's not dicey. so simple so let me ask you one thing what do you think is bad in you or like what are the bad habits that you think you have my bad habits <laughs> are you sure you want me to talk about my bad habits or are you asking if there is some part of me which could be considered as corrupt by others maybe uh, maybe the second one is more appropriate hmm. in me i have a very bad habit of betting on things that is a bad habit na that is not being corrupt but some way or the other i think it is being corrupt no right? i don't i won't consider betting as corrupt as long as it is legal <laughs> as long as it is legal okay let me take that back as <laughs> <laughs> as long as you are not fixing things and you are not breaking the rules to get undue advantage i, I would say betting is not corrupt and if you start talking about bad habits you will have 10 more bad habits i have Ten more bad habits. So why are we talking about bad habits in the first place? And about being corrupt, I don't think anyone would admit to being corrupt. I think everyone will justify themselves and say whatever they are not as corrupt. Yes. So because you won't be able to live with it, right? If you think you are corrupt, how are you going to even live with it? You are going to somehow justify those actions and say that no, this thing which I am doing is not corrupt. The other things which I am <laughs> not doing, those could be corrupt. Absolutely right. Cool. The second part of this question is now we won't be talking about friends, but now we'll be talking in the context of an organization. Say you are working in an organization and you are in the senior management level, and there is this one employee of yours who is really great at whatever he does. Say for example, if you need an example, you are the CEO of Apple, and there is a very harsh deadline which is coming up, and uh, there is this one lead engineer who is really good at his or her job, and that engineer is the only bet you have to clear that deadline, or else your company will be in shambles for some reason. 
but recently this person has been accused of sexual harassment will you continue to keep this person or will you bear losses and and let's just for argument sake say that if this deadline is not met your company will be ruined there will be layoffs or even your company will have to be shut down this is a straight forward question that obviously i'll keep that person and make him work so that you know i don't want my company to get down right so the first question you asked as a personal that was a personal question like uh-huh. friendship that is personal but this question when you when you are taking the whole organization that is not personal it is professional Correct. and when you are being professional you shouldn't technically think of such things on the day to day basis itself but when it comes to such uh, dice such a uh, difficult situations right that it's do or die situation for you and your company so you need to keep all such things aside you need to be practical and you need to get your work done and it is not just about you or that engineer it is about the whole organization which have so many mouths to feed so you shouldn't be judgmental at that period of time and you should just do with what you have wait 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 so this is not such a straightforward question because mm-hmm. it is also your responsibility as a ceo to make sure that your female employees feel safe and you are setting the right tone for behavior in your company uh, if this person is allowed to get away with such behavior that will set the wrong tone right and that is also detrimental to your company this also is your duty as a ceo you'll have to take decision without being emotional about this which is a correct decision right so being professional means that you don't go and hit that person because you're feeling enraged being professional is you rationally think about the situation and take appropriate steps that is what means being professional in this case i would say so that person the lead the engineer we are talking about he has been accused of sexual harassment yes. still i think i'll be sticking to my answer and obviously the female employees of my company needs to feel safe but uh, such difficult situations call for difficult measures i guess or maybe worst case scenario what i might do is i'll take his help and when the situation is under control i might make him face the legal actions or whatever but after the situations are dealt with the situations of the company i mean so what you're saying is you are taking this decision only because there is a strong hard deadline which is very important and that can bring your company to shambles if there is no such deadline you are just the ceo and the best uh-huh. employee the best engineer that you have who has been working with you for several years and who has been an important part of all the major projects and all the major successes of your company if such a person has done something really bad then and you don't have any deadline as such but you know that mm. you will lose a very important person in your company you won't feel hesitant to just throw this person out i would definitely feel hesitant to throw this person out but uh, then if something like this might have happened there might be legal procedures that needs to be done yes, right? yes. as in like legally what happens is happens i i can't uh, help with that yes. so i i'll leave it entirely to the legal system of that uh, country to take care of it but if you ask my personal opinion yes i am a ceo of a company and company is what matters to me not that one employee who is the best 
or not those few female employees who would feel threatened because of that person but as long as my company is safe i think i'll do whatever needs to be done be it ethically correct or not <laughs> that last sentence of yours because you are ethically correct as in don't take the literal meaning of it obviously if if uh, i am f- facing a very difficult situation and a police officer comes and arrests that person my engineer so i can't do anything at that point of time na so something like ethically as in don't take the literal word for it see what you said is that because you are the ceo all that matters to you is the company but what i am pitching you within the situation is that that person is very critical to the well-being of your company so even letting that person go is hurting your company let's go out of this example for now so i think in general you have to make many choices as senior level management in these various organizations because there will be people that you don't like there will be people who have bad habits and this may, these people may not be corrupt but these people have very bad habits and they could be very good at their job so you'll somewhere have to compromise between having a person who is really good at his or her job versus the person not being good in general like that person may not be a good team leader or this person is unable to work in a team this person smokes 10 cigarettes a day within the office because this person cannot work without smoking cigarettes now ideally if you had the option you wouldn't hire such a person right but these ideal situations don't exist in the real world so you'll always have to make a compromise and that is why i i try to paint a parallel between will you be okay with a corrupt friend versus will you be okay with a corrupt employee if you are the ceo there's a very fine line between how much that person matters to the company and how much that person is uh, affecting the morale or affecting the situation of the other employees right Correct. of course that person might be very good and he might be even better than say 10 employees or 20 employees but if he is affecting more than 20 employees then i guess there's no point in uh, keeping him or her in the office right for example if he is smoking inside the office which is technically not allowed in any offices but if he does that let's say it is allowed and he does that and it is affecting a lot of people smoking is a very simple issue and you can work it out and do something about it offer him a new cabin or something like that if he is that important but there might be issues in which a lot of people are getting affected like you said uh, sexual harassment and there are lots of female employees which are not comfortable with that so you need to draw a line and you need to make a better decision so as to how many people he is affecting and uh, you know according to that you should make a choice that's one way to deal with it cool what would you do then in this situation i largely agree with your take on this and finally we agree on something <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're being very reasonable with whatever you said right now yes, we have to be reasonable <laughs> uh... <laughs> that that's the <laughs> title for the second episode 